welcome to PS, the Puget Sound podcast where we're talking with members of our campus community about their Puget Sound experiences. I'm Elena Becker, and my guest today is Hayden Borg, a sophomore from Denver, Colorado. To practice appropriate distancing, Hayden and I have both called in to record from different locations, so if you notice a difference in the audio quality today, that's why. This episode's still being recorded and produced by Moonyard Studio in Tacoma, Washington. Here's Hayden. Hayden, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really my pleasure. Um, I want to kick things off by having you just um, situate yourself, Puget Sound, for listeners. Who are you? What matters to you? What are you up to on campus? Kind of give us the, the 30,000 foot uh, view of Hayden to start. Okay, uh, so I'm a sophomore. Um, I'm originally from Denver, uh, Colorado. Right now, I'm a math major and a physics major as well. Um, we'll see exactly where that goes later, though. Uh, and then in terms of like my non-academics, uh, I'm involved on, in Greek life. Uh, I'm on the ski team, um, uh, and I'm a tour guide as well. And then when I can, I like to get out and go uh, touring in the backcountry or hiking or backpacking if I, if I find the time. One of the first things I want to ask you about is um, the skiing and winter sports. I work with a lot of students from New England. I know my colleagues in Colorado also, like the and Minnesota, one of the number one questions we all get is, how's the skiing? Where can I go? As somebody uh, with some experience, how's the skiing? Where can people go? Uh, it's actually way better than I like really thought it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> by so much that it's... You're from Denver? Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm from Denver. Um <laughs> I was skiing at world-class mountains like for most of my life. Uh, and I was really surprised when I uh, went up to Crystal um, and it's really, really fun skiing. There's a couple other resorts that are pretty close. Um, uh, Stevens Pass and Snoqualmie Pass are all within an, a couple hours. And then if you're willing to drive further, you can make it all the way down to Mount Hood or all the way up to Mount Baker. Um, there's a ton of really good access and that's just like in terms of the resorts. Uh, it's definitely a different kind of snow than I was used to, uh, but there's a lot more of it. So you, you give and you take. When you say different kind of snow, what do you mean? It's a lot heavier than, say, in Colorado because mm. uh, it's a lot wetter. Um, sure. Yeah. And I've never, ever, like, skied in the rain before. So that was kind of a new experience. But uh, You have now? I have now. <laughs> <laughs> definitely have now. Um, but it's it's a lot better than I like could have ever hoped for. The terrain is way better. Um, than I like thought it would be. Um, honestly, I have more fun in Washington than I do back home in Colorado. <laughs> um, and then sort of attached to that question to, to branch out a little bit is um, what were you expecting when you decided to come? Like when you were looking at Puget Sound and thinking about coming here, you know, how, how did you go about deciding to come here? And then what did you expect your experience to be like? Um. I honestly didn't really have many expectations. Uh, and I guess like that ended up helping me. Um, uh, like the access to the outdoors really blew me away. Everyone always talked about it. Like when I was asking on tours or around campus, like how is the access to the outdoors? And it actually like was way better than I thought, even though it's exactly what like everyone was telling me. Um, <laughs> uh, but so in terms of like that, uh, definitely came in with no expectations. Uh, and then in terms of the academics, like I knew the numbers, um, like I understood like the, oh, average class size is 18. And like, you'll have maybe big classes 
for your introductory classes. Uh, and then I came and they were way smaller than I thought. 18 people is not a lot of people, uh, especially. That is you, true. Yeah. You hear it and you're like, oh, that's almost 20, but a room full of 18 people, you can look around and see every one of those people at once. Yeah. And you can, you know, everyone's name, like within mm-hmm. the first couple of classes, um, uh, and I like right now I'm in a class that has three students, including me. So that, uh, <laughs> the class size is definitely kind of blew me away, even though I like knew in my head about it. And then, um, I had like good fortune when I visited campus every time, uh, like I came in March at one point and it was like a beautiful sunny day. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I guess it really, but it was during spring break. And so like, like the number of people that show up on Todd field was something that kind of like ended up being a really big part of my freshman year that I didn't expect at all. And yeah. Point Defiance. Point Defiance is really cool. For people who don't know, what is Point Defiance? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Point Defiance is a, a like a city park um, in Tacoma. It's about like a 10 minute drive from campus, um, like a five mile jog if you go along the water. Um, and it's really, it feels like you're in the middle of the forest when you go out there. Um, Sometimes it can get pretty busy, but normally you can like find a spot to like to be alone. Uh, even though you're in the middle of the city, uh, there's huge trees. It's greener than anything I had ever seen before. Um, and so that's just a really fun place to go uh, if you need like a break from all the hustle and bustle. Point, point Defiance is, um, it's startling. Like I'm from Seattle. So one of the things a lot of my friends who are from Colorado say is that the green was just surprising to them when they moved here. And like the different types of green. I didn't have that because I'm from here, but going into Point Defiance for the first time, I d- it, it, it seemed totally insane to me that you had this kind of park in the middle of a city. Because you're basically just driving on city streets and then you, suddenly you go through the gates and it's like these enormous trees. Yeah. And coming from like Denver, where all of our parks are just like big open grass spaces, that was a huge change. I was like, oh, I'll go check out the park. And then went with my my parents and they were like, what, like, what is this? This isn't a park. Uh, So that that ended up being like a really, really like awesome space to, for me to go freshman year uh, while I was like kind of adjusting to life at college. Um, and I still love going there, uh, like with friends, watching the sunset on Owen Beach. or Tiffany Oh, Beach. man. Amazing. It's one of my favorite places in Tacoma. It's, yeah, just absolutely beautiful. Had, had anybody in your family like lived in the Pacific Northwest, or did you know very much about the Pacific Northwest until you started looking for schools? Um, so I do have a, some family that lives in the Pacific Northwest, but they didn't tell me anything about it, and I'd never really been. <laughs> So I really came in um, kind of blind, I guess. I had like been through Seattle a couple times. Um, like every time it had been sunny, which was which was actually crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't lie about the, the rain. I mean, it rains a lot less than I thought it would, but coming from like, it was sunny all the, every time I visited, it was definitely different. Um, but I definitely came like, like I went into school uh, with like, pretty much no knowledge about the Pacific Northwest, just like what I had seen on my uh, campus tour. Um, and like from my one or two trips to Seattle uh, at all, I knew pretty much nothing about Tacoma, nothing about like Olympic National Park or Rainier mm. or any of that. How did you start learning? Like when you showed up your freshman year, sort of thinking like, okay, I'm here. How, especially with the getting outside and like 
the Olympics and ringer, how did you, where do you start? Uh, I got, I guess I got pretty lucky. Um, I found like a group of people pretty much immediately that like, I immediately like thought, oh, these people are super cool. Um, but they also pushed me to do a lot of things. I think on the second like weekend I was there, we in like a 13 hour period bought tickets to a concert and then like went to a concert in Seattle uh, with like, no one had a car. Um, uh, I didn't know any of these people really at all. Uh, so that was super cool. And then I ended up like hinting like, Hey, do you guys actually like to go outside? And like, I guess unsurprisingly, they all were like, of course. Um, and so then we spent, <laughs> I don't know, the next year kind of exploring around, uh, doing some really, really amazing hikes, finding some really cool spots and also, you know, finding some really bad ones as well. Uh, <laughs> definitely like did it on our own, uh, pushed each other to like, I guess, just explore. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. And this is kind of implicit in your answers, but for folks who are maybe seniors in high school now or juniors in high school are interested in getting outside, how easy is it to do that? Um, it's so, so easy. Uh, like I didn't, none of us had a car for the first couple weekends we wanted to go hiking. So um, we ended up just going on one of the trips that the clubs, the, one of the like on-campus clubs, Puget Sound Outdoors holds. Um, just sign up for those trips, showed up, like we just showed up uh, and then they drove us to the hike, had everything like planned, even snacks. So that was super nice initially. Um, and then we kind of just like looked around on the internet to find hikes as well. And then started asking people um, on campus, like what their favorite hikes were. Um, and coming from Colorado, there's kind of like a weird secrecy about uh, spots, I guess is the best way to put it. You don't tell people like the cool spots in Denver if they ask because, there's so many people, but like everyone on campus was super open about like their favorite like hikes or spots. And so uh, we've ended up going to a lot of those and they've been really cool. What's a, uh, if you can shake the Colorado impulse to keep it to yourself, yeah. what's one or two favorites? Um, a good one is uh, in Mount Rainier National Park is Skyscraper Mountain um, on the sunrise side. Uh, it's actually about half of it is with a pretty popular hike, but then everyone goes right and then you just go left and <laughs> you keep going. And it's an amazing hike. Um, uh, definitely a good weather only kind of hike. Um, mm. And then this one isn't really a secret, but uh, everyone told me I had to go here and I didn't really get it till I went. And that's a uh, Shishi Beach. Um, mm. uh, up near Nia Bay, like the far most northwest corner of the Olympic Peninsula. Um, that is really like an amazing like beach just to, to go to at some point. Yeah. Uh, especially I imagine if you're from someplace that doesn't have beaches, right? Like yeah. wa Washington beaches are, um, are I think pretty unique no matter what. I've never been on a beach anywhere else in the world, I mean, maybe Oregon, but other than that, that resembles a Washington beach. But I imagine coming from Colorado, the like water factor is, is noticeable too. It was definitely, I guess like the only word is shocking, uh, <laughs> re like really amazing. Um, I had family uh, that lived near San Diego for a while. And so I would mm -hmm. visit them as much as I could. So it was kind of like, I, I'd, I'd seen the ocean before, I guess, to, right. to put it one sure. um, But it's like still going to, like walking through a forest and then going to those huge rocky beaches. Um, just, it really blew me away. Um, and I guess maybe part of that came from coming from a landlocked state. But I, a couple of my friends are from 
uh, California, like Santa Cruz. Um, and when we went, uh, they still were blown away as well. There's a lot of power in the like big rocky beaches, the big like sea stacks, the sort of rock towers coming out of the ocean that is, even for somebody who grew up here is like, whoa, <laughs> every time. It's gorgeous and really kind of scary, like how big <laughs> everything is there. What do bakeries, industrial design, waterproof notebook paper, and investment management for cryptocurrencies have to do with each other? Hi, I'm Ryan Del Rosario, Assistant Director of Admission and School of Music Admission Coordinator. All four of the things I listed are businesses that were founded by entrepreneurial Puget Sound alums, and you can find out more at pugetsound.edu stories. Now back to P.S., the Puget Sound podcast. sure I talked to you um, about school also about <laughs> academics yeah. so you're right now a math and physics double major which leads me to believe that you are someone who likes numbers is that true uh yeah yeah I guess um initially I, I guess I've always just been good at math and so I've always been like pushed to that corner um hmm. uh I didn't really love it until um my freshman year uh, I actually planned on being um, either pre-med with like a bio biochemistry degree uh, or going dual degree engineering route with physics. Mm. Uh, and then I ended up taking some math classes uh, for those degrees and ended up liking them way more than I thought I would uh, mm. and kind of got sucked into that path. Uh, I'll see where it takes me, but for now, it's just, I, I don't know. It's been really awesome. Are you able to put your finger at all on why math in college felt different than math in high school? In high school and especially even like the first couple courses at college, um, it's really kind of just memorization um, and like knowing when to use like what trick and like what formula. Um, and then I guess as you go to the like higher level classes, it becomes way more, I guess, like kind of cliche to say, but way more of like an art form uh, than mm. anything else. Um, and so that's like super interesting. And then you start learning about like, uh, just kind of math that you never even could have thought existed. Um, like everyone knows about calculus and statistics, and those are definitely interesting courses, and they are really beautiful in the higher level courses. Uh, but things like abstract algebra and linear algebra, uh, even um, uh, th those kinds of things are are definitely way different than anything I had even thought about in high school. Um, and and so I guess like the novelty helped as well. Mm. To a layman, and maybe this is going to be too hard to explain um, without paper, but like, what is abstract algebra or um, linear algebra? So I still don't completely understand it, to be honest. <laughs> but I guess the best way that like my professor, um, or at least the way my professors explained it, that's made the most sense to me um, in terms of just like a general topic overview is that you spend your first like 12 years of your life in like your mathematical life, I guess, learning one type of algebra, your first algebra. And there's way more than just like that type of algebra. Mm. Um, and so abstract algebra is just like a bunch of like, I guess, new uh, types of algebra um, uh, and it's proof-based. And so you work from like basis axioms uh, and, and definitions. Um, so that definitely adds its own, I guess, kind of color to it. But um, like just, there's way more than the algebra that 
you learn uh, initially. And I guess that's the best way to explain it or the only way that I can. <laughs> um, and I'm curious too, so I'm not naturally a numbers person. I'm very much words, humanities, English type person. Um, and so it's always felt me, I've seen a lot of similarities between math and physics and I'm curious, do they feel that way to you? Like, do they seem at all similar? Do you see crossover substantially in that coursework or do they, do they feel like they're sort of scratching different itches for you and your interests? Um, so, uh, I guess to me, they feel like different ways of thinking, even though they employ really similar skills and like, like work on one another. Um, in my mind, physics is like an applied math, uh, with obviously like science as well. Um, sure. uh, so like they employ really similar skills. You end up lose, using a lot of like the math, um, like you learn in those classes in your physics classes, if you end up taking those. And so, um, I don't know, there, there's a ton of overlap, obviously, but they, they're definitely different in the sense that like physics is, I guess, more like pattern seeking um, and like you're mm. looking for patterns and you're trying to describe things that you can see. And math is more like you're starting from something and you're building up from it instead. Mm. Um, but they're, they, they're definitely similar. Yeah. What, um, what's some of the coursework that you've taken for physics in the time that you've been here? Uh, just the introductory courses, um, uh, and then second, like, oh, I've taken the circuits course as well, but just introductory courses for first year and then, uh, sophomore sequence as well, which is just modern physics. Um, uh, yeah. And does it still feel like something that you like, do you think? Uh, for the most part, yeah, there's definitely like really cool stuff that happens. And when you finally understand something and it just clicks, it's mm -hmm. absolutely like just a great feeling. Um, uh, and it's definitely cool to be able to like apply some of the things you're, you're learning in those classes more like tangibly than say in a math class. Um, but like definitely, <laughs> like it's definitely a struggle sometimes as well. Um, yeah. It, Cause physics is a lot less uh, like self-contained and kind of like I guess, beautiful than math, if that makes any mm. sense. Like there's a yeah, lot messier. Yeah, it does, it's practical. Yeah. Um, and so all that messiness can get a bit confusing or frustrating sometimes. Uh, yeah. But I've definitely enjoyed the classes I've taken um, and think that they're, they're, they've all been really cool in their own way. One of the things that's been the most interesting to me about doing this podcast, and I've now talked to, I don't know, 50 people, not all of them students, um, but is one of the themes that comes up over and over and over with students or with alums or anybody talking about their experience at Puget Sound um, is like, I came in with these ideas of what it was going to be like, and then these things happened that were different. And sometimes that's like, I thought I was going to be an English major because it's what I was always really good at in school, in high school. And then I got to college and realized that philosophy exists and that's really what I want to do. Or, you know, an another real common theme is, um, you know, I, I never thought I would be in Greek life and now I'm in a sorority. Or, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. You know, I didn't know anything about Tacoma. I didn't think that was going to be, I knew about the school and not the city. And it turned out that's actually been really great. Have you felt any of that happen in your life and your experience at Puget Sound so far? 
Definitely. In fact, a couple of those things. Um, I never thought I would end up joining Greek life and I did. And it's been super fun. Mm -hmm. um, How did that happen? Uh, honestly, my parents, they gave me two pieces of advice uh, before I went to college. It was uh, be kind. And if there's free food, like go take it. Uh, and so <laughs> <laughs> the rush events, there was free food. And so I went uh, to like get free food and ended up really liking um, sort of just like everyone that was at those events. Uh, and so I kind of stuck around a bit further or longer to see uh, whether or not it was the space for me. And it ended up being like that for me, uh, which has been super awesome. Yeah. That's one of the most common ones. And I, I think says a lot about what that community is like at Puget Sound. Mm -hmm. That so many people sort of the, the impression of what it would be just in the world is something that feels so um, like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And then experiencing what it's like here. I've talked to a lot of people who have said, no, it actually turned out that this was a community of really good people that were interested in a lot of the same things I was interested in. Yeah. And um, like giving tours uh uh sometimes like i'll introduce myself and sometimes lead with like i'm a member of greek life and you you, you get some looks from parents uh <laughs> but it's definitely different like at puget sound than than i could have ever thought um uh instead of i i don't even know if this is like a fair generalization but instead of the, like the state school like just the identity of everyone in each like fraternity or sorority is that fraternity or sorority. Um, hmm. I don't think that's a fair generalization, but like working off that it, it has proven to be like the farthest thing from the truth um, at Greek life, um, at least for me at Puget Sound. Um, like I've been pushed to try like a bunch of different new things that are way outside of my comfort zone because I ended up joining Greek life, whether that be like leadership opportunities, um, like philanthropy, but then like other stuff like playing intramural sports. Um, like I played basketball, uh, intramural basketball, and I'm, I was short my entire life. I've never played basketball. <laughs> like I've been, I've tried to like learn to play some music, uh, which is something that I kind of like, I guess lost touch with since high school. Um, just like a ton of stuff like that, getting pushed to try new things um in a bunch of different communities instead of just like i don't know stereotypical like greek life things Aiden, we um end all of our conversations by asking everybody the same four questions first question is what's your favorite place on campus um Diversions Cafe is definitely my favorite place on campus. Uh, I really like to study there. Um, I like to study in lab places. So like that's a super great place to study, but it's also a really awesome place to just like meet people and hang out with people, um, have a ton of like really fun, like conversations there. Uh, and then one of the things that like, like I think is super cool, um, like is while working on homework, sometimes I'll overhear some, like some random conversation, uh, and it'll like, I don't know, blow my mind and then like go off on some tangent for a week, like <laughs> researching, I, I don't know, not even researching, but just like looking up a bunch of stuff about this one little tidbit I heard of a conversation, like in the back of my mind, like in that, <laughs> like in diversions. Um, and the coffee's really good too. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Uh, right now I'm reading All the Pretty Horses by... Um, uh, Cormac McCarthy. Um, and I also, uh, 
I don't like to read one book at once because if it gets boring, then I can switch to a new one. So I'm also rereading Altruism by uh, Matthew Ricard as well. What's the best place to eat in Tacoma? Uh, it depends on whether you're with your parents or not. <laughs> uh, but if you're with your parents, I really uh, like um, Dukes down on Ruston Way. Uh, coming, Powder House. Yeah, yeah. Coming from Colorado, seafood is like um, definitely like a specialty. Like it's something special. Um, and the food there, at least like for me, is really, really good. Um, but I can't afford to go there uh, on my own. So. Um, I really like uh, Shakabra is like for breakfast. Um, that one's still a little expensive, but every once in a while it's worth it. <laughs> Lastly, Hayden, uh, what makes Puget Sound special? Um, for me, at least, it's like the general sense of community. I know it sounds pretty cliche, but like when I was visiting, I stepped on campus and it like just felt different than the other colleges I had visited. Um, and that general feeling has held true for me. Um, like everyone obviously has their own individual like niche uh, or community like involving a specific activity that they're like a part of, but there's definitely a greater campus like community that is really supportive and like a really, uh, like it's a, it's a great thing like to be a part of, or it feels like a really great thing to be a part of. Um, and then I guess in terms of like the academics, I went to a really competitive high school. Um, and so like I came to college like a little burned out kind of tired of academics in general. Um, and so I guess at Puget Sound, I found like an academic community that like everyone still really cares about the things that they're learning. They are really involved with their major. Uh, they think what they're learning is really cool for the most part. It's not like the stereotype of like some trust fund baby, like wasting, you know, six years away. Uh, and so like having a really supportive like community, like academic community that pushes me um, in the same way that like a competitive community did, or com community is the wrong word, but like a competitive environment did, uh, has been really awesome. Because I still, I, I think I'm a better student um, than I was before. Um, and, but I like get to have fun while doing it instead of like, I don't know, not. Hayden Borg, thank you so much for coming uh, on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. interested in applying to or visiting Puget Sound, you can find out more at pugetsound.edu slash admission. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at UNIV, U-N-I-V, Puget Sound. I'm Elena Becker, and we'll see you next time for PS, the Puget Sound Podcast.